Did I even mention on the last episode that Margo was having her gallbladder removed? No, that was kind of a surprise to me. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oops. When he when he said when he said, "Oh, hey, so we're not gonna be able to record because you know Margo has surgery," and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, he seems pretty calm about it, so it must be an okay thing." <laughs> so <laughs> that's how I judged it. Everything went fine. Yeah, it was fine. They were in and out real quick. In fact, she was the fastest surgery of the day. It was very impressive. <laughs> it was very impressive. Yeah, very They're impressive. They're proud, like, oh man, this is like that five minute oil change place. Like, we got yeah. it done. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't the first one in in the morning. We got there very early, but she was the first one to leave. So I was, you know, <laughs> she did such a great job. Also, the doctor, I suppose, participated. <laughs> I guess give props to the guy you know. who actually, you know. I, I, I suppose so. Uh, yeah. She had her gallbladder removed because she had any issues with gallstones. So the heaviest weight that she can currently lift is Ada. <laughs> that's that's what you measure it by? The heaviest <laughs> weight the weight you can currently lift is your daughter. It's like ten to twelve pounds or something like that. And the thing is Ada's getting fat now. Like she's like puffing out. So puffing out. Like you you've taken her to doctor's appointment though, so you you've yeah, charted she's it, right? Huge. So, uh, oh, okay. Not not fat wise. Not <laughs> so you're fat not wise. just saying this. <laughs> Oh no, fat fat white. Let me hold up. We we have these uh, values available, you know. Um, let me pull up my statistic chart where I've mapped exactly where yeah, she me, is. Exactly, in the, uh, exactly. Uh, so she is in ninety eighth percentile, ninety <laughs> eighth percentile for height. She's so tall. She's very very tall, like super super tall. Um, yeah, ninety eighth percentile for height. Let's see here. When did we go to the doctor? I can't even remember. Thursday. It was, it was a Thursday. And uh, let's see, see, how do I know this? Why do I know what your doctor's schedule is? I don't know. That's a weird thing to to know. Or was it a Wednesday? Oh wait, maybe I entered it on a Thursday. I did. Yeah. It's a, so yeah, she's uh, twenty four inches. So she's two feet tall. She's two months old, and she's two feet tall. She's two thirds of, of the height of of Mira, which is crazy she's 11 pounds 14 ounces so she's 67th percentile for that and then her head is a reasonable 15 inches 48th percentile which means that she has a pretty average size head as opposed to mira who had a gigantic head (laughs) and still does like there's clothes that are technically like 2t or 3t size but they don't fit over her head so she can't wear them (laughs) You got to get the ones that have like the button, right? You know, like the polos, you know, <laughs> great. <laughs> the ones that you can unbutton and just leave unbuttoned. That's stylish. You know, polos are good. It's business casual. <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, yes, uh, eight is growing. So the weight, that's how much Margaret can, can carry. And, uh, I also got to work from home for a few days, uh, while I was, Making, you know, lifting things for Margo, things like that. Sounds like everyone on your side is, well, little one is healthy and your your wife is now on the road to recovery. Yes. I think probably much true. better. That's good. Yeah. And actually, the. <laughs> so it was funny. I, I brought my switch with me to the hospital because I was stayed there while she had her surgery. And then um, I ended up not playing it. So you didn't get a chance to play any more Pokemon? No. Well, see, the thing is, I've beaten the game, and then I was, like, going through, and I, I think... Wait, I've you already much, beat the game? I beat the game ages ago. I'm so behind on my Pokemon. Have you not beaten the game? No, I was playing Breath of the Wild, and then I was pr- playing uh, Smash Bros, and then I started playing Breath of the Wild again, and I never came back to Let's Go. I still am surfing on my surfboard, probably, like, Ugh. close to the Seafoam Island somewhere. But I, I haven't finished. I, 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 I haven't completed yet. Oh my gosh. You, you're really far behind. I mean, I, I beat the game and then I started going and leveling up. Like, try, just trying to level up. I've, I think I've caught all Pokemon that are in the game itself. I now have to trade. You, you can do that with Pokemon Go, I think, right? Uh, oh, I could capture more with Pokemon Go. But there's a new Pokemon, though. There is, that, which means that you have to, you have to, uh, you really have to finish Let's Go. Um, Why? Let's Go is just a replay of Kanto. I beat Kanto like eight times when I was a kid. Yeah, but what's one more? Uh, 
Let's go. Who has one more? Let's go. Has excellent mechanics for sitting down and playing. Because you, you you can choose your encounters. You don't have wild encounter like wild encounters. I miss the fact that you don't battle the Pokemon, but you don't have like you're you're just trying to get from point A to point B, and between there you have to fight 150 different Zubats. Then you look down and you realize that it's now three in the morning. And you, yeah. Oh no. You're like all I have to do, all I have to do is go over Mount, like go through Mount Moon. Three hours later. So yeah, Mount Moon was actually pretty quick in this one. They did a good job by by fast tracking that. Yes. All right. Uh, we're, we're we're doing a bad thing because we're not talking about the new Pokemon. Yes, there's a new Sword and Shield. Um, which the this is where the the uh, music comes in that I want you to to play, which is the preview in that link that I that I've got in the show notes. The uh, preview video. The music sounds like they were like, we need to make Pokemon music cool and hip in 1997. No, this is great music. No, wait. Wait for the guitar. <laughs> what's, what's you're enjoying this way too much. I, I, um, I've watched this video like three times. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. So Pokemon Sword and Shield will bring back Wild Encounters. Yeah, I, I'm okay with wild encounters, right? It was, it was uh, never really that much of a problem for me. I mean, that's why they have repels. I mean, they have. Yeah, they that was that was something in Let's says, Go that I was like, why do these even like they still had repels in Let's Go, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to weave, bob and weave, bob and weave, bob and weave. <laughs> yeah, you're all um, the Zubat. Well, you have to be really careful on the Switch because if you get enough Pokemon on screen, you do start dropping frames. Viridian Forest, not great. There's so many Arcanine. Ah, what yeah. do I do? Um. Yes, but uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield looks great. Uh, there's obviously two correct choices for the start. So the starters are Grookey, who's a stupid green the monkey. Grass type. The grass type Grass monkey. type monkey. Uh-huh. That funky monkey. Oh, grass monkey. Oh, how <laughs> did I miss that? Uh, oh, yes. Cue the mashups, please. Score Bunny, a fire type rabbit who will almost certainly be a fighting fire type. Hi, Blaziken. How's it going? Am I a joke to you? <laughs> and, and then Sobel, uh, Sobel, Sob, Sobel, Sobel. There's two B's. Wobble, Sobel. Fair enough. Uh, who is a water type? tadpole with he camouflages in the water though oh it does i saw that yeah Uh, Yeah. but he's like a water type tadpole with anxiety problems so pikachu i choose you each one has their own kind of like unique personality score bunny looks like a a jerk score bunny does score bunny looks like like the type of jerk who thinks he's a really great guy I'm awesome. Check me out, yeah. right, guys? Oh. Like, yeah. Even in even in the even in the preview video, which there'll be a link in the show notes. Even in the preview video, he like let lights the lawn on fire and just hops off. And then Sobel is like, Oops, oh, I "Guess God, I'm too powerful because my feet are so hot." <laughs> he's like, "It's like oh, that guy." So he puts out the fire, and then Grookey comes along. And is like, "I got this," and like seeds the grass. So basically, they're just chasing after him, cleaning up his mess. Okay, so actually, I kind of want to see a sitcom starring all three of them now. No, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that because the grass type's going to evolve first, and then it's going to get weird, and then things are going to go downhill when Score Bunny, you know, like finds a female Score Bunny or a male Score Bunny. And <laughs> then you just get more Score Bunnies. I know there's going to be too many Score Bunnies in the house. It's going to be. <laughs> so anyway, there's obviously I th- I personally like Sobble. Okay. Uh that's my go-to. Score Bunny is okay, but he does seem like a jerk. Yeah, uh, like the amount that we are crapping all over Score Bunny, I don't think either of us are choosing him for our starter. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, Grookey sucks too. Oh, dude, I'm Team Grookey all the way. Oh God, he's so annoying. Look at it; he's got that stupid eating smile. <laughs> he's like waving at you, like hi. <laughs> So, so my my rationale for this is Grookey arguably looks the cutest out of all of them. I I, I think he looks pretty pretty darn cute. Uh, 
doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, Score Bunny would look cute, except he's got like a bandage across his nose, which means that he's he's all right with fighting. <laughs> like he's, he's down. Already, he's he's seen some things. He's already started, you know, some fights on the on the exactly. Playground. That's the thing. He thinks that they're never his fault. He he has a club that you can't talk about because the first rule of that club is you don't talk about <laughs> the club. Yeah, but I mean, Grookey, okay, Grookey's pretty cute, but Sobble, look at how cute Sobble is. He's got those little, like, creepy hands. <laughs> you seen there's all the memes of Sobble playing rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had not and seen those. He always great. loses for some reason. I don't understand. <laughs> my, my thing with Sobble is, you know, I don't want to be depressed. And, like, I, I don't want to have to be like, it's okay, buddy. Like, you can go out there and do it. And then he runs on the water and turns camouflage. And then, you know, Pikachu just thundershocks the water and I'm done, you know. Um, I, need, I need him to just be a little, have a little more confidence, right? Just a little more presence. That's where the training comes in. With Grookey, just look at, look at, look like at, look at the, that smile on Grookey's face. He couldn't hurt a fly. That's going to be a problem when you're cockfighting. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally whacking things with a stick in the trailer, so I think he'll be fine. Oh, that's true. He does, like, hit a rock with a stick or something. I don't, yeah. So, I don't. so my thing is that, I mean, I don't know what Scorebunny is going to, going to evolve into. And I've seen, like, you know, mashups on the internet of him just as, like, a giant Easter bunny with, like, a basket <laughs> of flaming coals. <laughs> Because he's a fire-type bunny? I mean, like, what does a bunny turn into? Just a bigger bunny? You know, like, I've seen some absolute units of bunnies, but... There's... Well, it's just going to be the Donnie Darko rabbit. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> so, uh, Sobble, I mean, Sobble has potential because he can... He's kind of in a in a base form where he's like a tadpole chameleon-esque lizard. Yeah, weird. he could turn into any number of things. Exactly. Like there are, you just don't know which way it's going to go. It's either going to go really good or really bad. And so Sobble's kind of like a, a coin toss for me. But Grookey, I mean, like you can't really mess up making this fighting monkey, you know, bigger and you know more grassy, <laughs> bigger and more grassy. And then he's just King Kong on a bamboo stalk. <gasps> I know what that stick is rolled up behind his leaf hair. It's a pipe for the grass. For the grass. He looks pretty he chill. Power from. He looks pretty chill. <laughs> I think he, I think he needs it though. You know, like he needs to chill at times. He probably gets a little too crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That that's probably true. What do you think about the names Pokemon Sword and Shield? Oh, by the way, which one are you getting? I haven't even seen the differences between them, right? Because I need a couple more reveal trailers to see what the legendary is going to be. Because they'll put the legendary on the box if you know any past game is an indication. And I want to see the legendary and I want to see the um, the variations of the different Pokemon that are going to be exclusives in in each one. I mean, I'm a, I'm usually an all out offensive guy. I don't like defense. I don't really play defense. I don't I don't do that in fighting games or any games. So sword would be my obvious choice. But I don't know. I, I have to see I have to see more. I'll probably just get shield then like just whatever. Oh, so now you're going to play nice and get the other version of the yeah, game? Yeah, because so we there's can not my fate. Like, the best Pokemon of all time is not... Look, an Electric-type Pokemon is super strong. You know how easy Let's Go is when your starting type is a maxed-out freaking Pikachu? When the first gym is all rock? Yeah. It's so, it's so easy to beat this game. Like, oh, man. Uh, and yet you still haven't. Uh, you've well, I didn't beaten, say like, it was hard. Trial I just of said the it Sword or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I've that, actually beaten hard. the Elite Four like six times because that's how you get money after you've <laughs> <laughs> after you've beaten all the trainers and conned them all out of money. You just have to, you know, grind the Elite. You four have to grind to the Elite Four, money. which isn't too much of a grind when you have really powerful Pokemon already. Uh, so anyway, yes, that's the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I'm really looking forward to to playing. Uh, whichever one I end up getting, which will be the opposite of whatever it is that that you get and I'll be looking for an excuse to stay inside and uh, not go out outdoors, which is perfect. I spend so much time you know outdoors every day. <laughs> like, what am I going to do today? Find an excuse to not go outside. Exactly. No, I mean, we actually, we just went to, uh, we went to the redwoods over on the other side of the mountain. Uh, do you go to Henry Cowell? Yeah. Oh. Like two weeks ago or something like that. And uh, we walked through the the redwoods, and Mira was having a great time. She called some 
elderly people, Gigi and Pops and Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, I don't... Well, the best one was the elderly gentleman who walked by and said, good morning, and she said, hi, Pops. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> Hiya, Pops. Hiya, Pops. I was like, ah, oh, geez, that's... But, uh. So I just laughed, and then like two seconds later, after the guy was long gone, I was like, boy, that was, seems actually a little rude. Now I think about it, like she was up on my shoulders, and I, all of a sudden she just says, hi, Pops. What's up, old man? Exactly. <laughs> Well, there was another elderly couple that walked by and she said, Grandma, Grandma, Grandpa. I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's not great either. You just got to hope that they are grandparents. Yeah. They'll understand. Otherwise, that's an awkward car ride home. He's like, honey, do we really look that old? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're not that old, are we, sweetie? No, no. <laughs> the kids who are wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, but... <laughs> So while we, another thing that happened while we were out and about, so it was, it was kind of cold that they were there. So Mira had a, her nose was running cause she's a child. Uh, and it was a little bit cold. And as we were walking back to the car at the end of it, I was holding her hand and Margo was holding her hand and she just took my hand to her nose and just smeared my hand, smeared my hand across her nose, mm. just wiped her nose with my hand. It might have been one of the grossest things she has ever ever done. <laughs> like I was just Really? Like, That's the grossest thing ever? I mean, I expect the poop. Oh. Yeah. See, I I, st- I still think those are those are going to be worse. Those I mean, well, um, I uh, the, the difference is when it actually touches skin, right? Like it, body body fluids are fine, you know. Fine if they get on, you know, like furniture on towels on diapers whatever getting it on skin like that that's where i draw the line is like i'm like okay now now i'm a little grossed out well i can avoid the i can mostly avoid the poop okay well you then you haven't experienced the the poops that i have but when she just takes my hand and just goes like (laughs) right across her nose like oh god also, I mean, it was your fault for holding your daughter's hand, man. You you're in the wrong here. You should have let her have freedom of motion so oh, she could take care of business herself. Well, normally she 100% would have exactly done that. And also, pro tip for parents, never put your child in a leash cuz creepy. But do put your child in a hoodie, built-in leash. <laughs> oh no, were you holding it? <laughs> no, but if she tried to run away and leash. I was like, whoa, 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 like like there's a train there, right? And like at one point that we heard the train and then she ran, started running like towards the tracks. It's like, I don't know where the train is. So I'm yoink, like pull you back. Yo, yo, um, wee right back. <laughs> well, actually the really funny thing is when you're there, she heard the train like up in the woods, like she heard hoo hoo. And then she started going hoo hoo. And she was all excited. But then as the train got closer, you heard the and the steam and everything. And, and then she started louder, freaking louder. out. She was like, no, 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 no. Um, I'll admire this from afar. Thank you very much. We just bought two uh, potty training like storybooks for Mira because we're not really like actively potty training at the moment, but we're like starting the process. Like it, right? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. One of the books is called it's like the potty. exploratory phase. Yeah, it's the explore. We've we've launched an exploratory commission uh, about our candidacy for potty training. Hmm. Um. <laughs> One of the one of the books is called Potty, and it's just it's terrible. It's really it's just not a very good book. It has maybe ten words in the entire book. Basically, he's like, I don't want to go in my diaper. What does the cat do? What does the dog do? I, things I don't want you to do. Please do not do what the cat does, and please do not do what the dog does. Yeah, wait, <laughs> neither of those things are things I want you to do. Those are not the role models you should be modeling your your potty training efforts after. No. Mm-mm. Uh uh-uh, no, but the other there's, one there's not even a step up from what you have right now. <laughs> it's like no great. Go I feel pee like that's a step backwards. <laughs> hey dad, I'll have to pile outside for you. Go take care of that for me, please. <laughs> Did you clean up the yard? Um anyway. that's when you gotta put her to work earning that chore money and picking up her own duties, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well we have a we have a potty training potty, right? But then you just have to dump it in the actual potty. I'm like, Ugh, it's lit- it's a litter box. It's a litter box. <laughs> it's a fancy litter box. You, you flush Baby the handle steps. and it goes whoosh, you know. It oh, has, yours actually it makes, makes noise? Effect. Man, ours never made noise. It was just <laughs> literally like, you could have put like a, a like a pot down there, and like a literal pot. and just like, <laughs> Use that. Let me know when it's done. We'll... 
uh, make the, the transfer book, to chamber pot. The other book called yeah, the, potty, the other book called the potty book for girls is actually not bad, except for the fact that it, it establishes a rhyming scheme and a, a, um, a cadence, right? So it's like, hello, my name is Hannah. I have lots of fun each day, but first I need my diaper changed so I can go and play. So, you know, it's like, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. It's like, it's got this, this, this standard cadence. And then on some pages of the book, you actually have to edit it so that it maintains the cadence. Mm. It, I'm just like, it was so easy to maintain your cadence here. I don't understand like how you could have, <laughs> it's like, uh oh, I had an accident. My pants are very wet. Mom and dad say that's okay, Hannah. Don't you give up yet? <laughs> and you're like, just leave off the Hannah. Just it's such an easy edit. And I'm like, so when I read the book, I edit it for Mira. No, oh, you're now editing children's books. <laughs> you're already well, censoring I mean, her. Look at look this at is, this. You, this you're is, censoring the content. This is a pretty easy I mean, here's like it really drives me nuts when it's like da 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 like wait what what are you doing what is happening it is the jack-in-the-box tune it really it really just it really just throws it all off throws off the whole thing like one of her favorite books little blue truck has a really good cadence and like a basic standard rhyme scheme throughout almost the entire thing and when it messes with that it's because there has been a disturbance in like the story. So like everything is coming along, right? It's like pattern, 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 something that disturbs the pattern. And that breaks up the cadence of the, of the writing. It's actually, it's good writing. This mm-hmm. is just laziness. Well, potty books are a dime a dozen these days, right? <laughs> Still better than the book potty. Not a great book. <laughs> Don't recommend that one. <laughs> no, do not recommend that one. There's an entire two page spread of just the kids sitting on the training toilet. No words. And that, that's it. Just yep. here's what it looks like. Yeah. Well, and then it goes, e, ah, tinkle, tinkle, chink. <laughs> what? <laughs> you've, you've literally heard basically the entire book now. Like, that's how bad this book is. It's got about 10 words in it. It doesn't have a very good start. Like the potty book for girls with Hannah, even if it's cadence gets broken every once in a while, actually has a story to it. Like not a good one, but you know, a story. The potty book has nothing. Literally the last word of the story is just undies. That's it. Okay, man. How did you find this book? It was most recent. <laughs> Margo did Buck Mo books. Willems not have any potty training books in his catalog? It was... <laughs> I mean, he's got one for, you know, pigeons taking baths. I, f- I feel like he would have one for, for some potty. <laughs> well, now we're going to have to look at this. Uh, but they would go down the Amazon hole. Um, no, the, he has one. It's called Time to Pee. Well, look at that. It's probably better than either of these two. But these were highly recommended with the toilet that we bought. So the one that we got was from the one that I remember, like, reading to our kids was A Potty for Me by Karen Katz. And this one was kind of the same thing. It's like, uh, mommy got a, me a brand new potty, but I'm not ready yet. I want to run and play. Uh oh, I peed my pants, but mommy says that's okay. Right? Like, it's, uh, that's very I don't, I don't similar have the to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it very much is, but I remember reading this to them and it's just, you know, okay, we have to get off this, this potty training book thing because I am on Amazon and I know I said we didn't want to get lost down the rabbit hole, but. I'm already in the Sesame Street potty training book and the Daniel Tiger one. And oh man, I am all over the place. But this, this is the book I remember with the one from Karen Katz. So I'll include that in the show notes. Uh, so we won't get a, a little sampler. Uh, it, it really just introduced the concept, right? And gave them, you know, just things to look for. It's like, hey, you know, start listening to your body. And then if you have to go, go. And it's okay if you don't make it, you know, it's fine. Just try again. Yeah, you just have to clean well, it up yourself, right? Well, you know, after you rub their nose in it. <laughs> oh, no, I meant they had to clean it up. Well, they got to rub their nose in it first, so they oh, realize they don't no. have to do it uh, No, it's it's all about the positive reinforcement. You know, uh, I I was always sad because, you know, like, as boys, right, they, they had all sorts of, like, games, you know, right, to make sure that the boys actually pee The target the practice? Right, right, right. 
So I was like, oh, you know, you hear all the things about Cheerios or, you know, whatever that you put in there. And like they're actual like targets that you can like put in the toilet bowl, like to aim at and stuff like that. And I, ne- I never got to experience that because we had all girls and they, you know, just. Well, it's not turning out any better for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're good there, too. Uh, speaking of target practice, right? It, the the sad thing is, is that even with adults, ma- adult males, right? Uh, you still have to use something for target practice. You, oh, there was a study uh, a while back. What? There was a study a while back where in urinals they put like a little bee or a fly, like a, a like an imprint of a fly on the actual urinal, and that like <laughs> caused like a fifty percent reduction in the splatter. Oh. <laughs> Okay, great. That's I mean, you wonderful. have to have a mission, right? Like, you know, you go multiple times a day. You got to have a mission. You got to have, otherwise it's just, you know, you get lazy. But if yeah. you have a high score that you have to beat, then, you know. <laughs> that's what it really, that's what it really needs. It needs like the uh, inflatable balloon game at, uh, at <laughs> the, the carnival. Or yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> you have to fill it all the way up to the top and you get a prize. <laughs> As soon as the next guy walks in, you just walk up in pairs of two. It's like, all right, <laughs> go, <laughs> little go, timer goes go. Off. And then you're just sitting there like, I can't perform. <laughs> <laughs> I get Stop nervous when there's other people. Me. I get nervous when there's a clown watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is probably a very real fear. <laughs> and reasonable, frankly. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, you know, I, I think I'd be a. No, it makes sense for me. Yeah, we're good. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, what are you, what are your other pro tips for potty training other than get a bit different book? Uh, don't give up. Persistence <laughs> is the key. <laughs> I mean, because it's easy to go like you know, you know, all, all out, right, and like you know, be on it one hundred percent of the time, you know, until the first successful, you know, potty time, and you're like, okay, cool, it clicked, they got it. It's like, no, you got to keep keep instilling the 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 same things, right? Like keep reinforcing the same ideas. Uh, cause it takes a little while for that habit to stick. And then uh, I'll, I'll say this is that every time you're going to leave somewhere or every couple hours, like go to the bathroom, just go to the bathroom. Even if you don't have to go, just at least sit there and like teach them to listen to their body. Cause most of the time, you know, after two hours as a kid, they'll sit down and they could probably go to the bathroom a little bit. Right. Yeah, that's true. But then they at least learn to control it and learn to listen to, Oh, I actually have the urge to go. I should probably go. Fair enough. Also just make sure they don't do anything fun because if they get fun, they, they have fun, they get distracted and then they forget all the things that you just taught them. So it's going to be, you know, a hard two months of, you know, no fun, (laughs) no, no going to the park. No, you know, going out, no, no friends, no nothing. Just focusing 100% on potty. Mira has discovered balloons this past weekend, and it's basically her favorite thing ever. Is this her first time experiencing balloons? Or second or third. Like, not like balloons with helium. Oh, floating balloons. Yeah. Real, real balloons. (laughs) Yeah. So in love with those things. Uh, Like, she hasn't asked to watch cars. Uh, or Dino Trucks, which is a terrible show. Uh, Isn't that a Netflix original too? It's a Netflix original. It's got a red Tyrannosaurus trucks. Trucks? Trucks, yeah, with an X. Truck, mm-hmm. Truckosaurus or whatever, who for some reason constantly what? says, boom! Don't, I don't Roasted. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why. Anyway, Dino Trucks, boom! Um, yeah. Uh, but she likes trucks and cars and dinosaurs. Literally, it com- it's like somebody sat down in a room at DreamWorks and was like, we need a new show for kids. What do kids like? Dinosaurs, trucks, dino trucks with an X. <laughs> dinosaurs and trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'll work. Uh, yeah. She hasn't asked to watch cars or dino trucks or anything. She just wants to come home and like play with the balloons, which have lasted forever. It's crazy. Are they are they the mylar ones too? They aren't mylar. They're like just regular rubber balloons. But really, and those ones usually like fizzle out pretty quick. I I told her the night she we brought them home on like Saturday, and because uh, we were at a baby shower, and when we brought them home, I was like, "Look, get as much enjoyment as you can out of these, because tomorrow, nope." And the ones that she hasn't really played with very much are still floating at the top of the ceiling. The ones that she's been playing mm. with and like beating around and like doing that, those have leaked a little bit of helium, which makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But the other ones are just still. Fl- I'm I'm flabbergasted. 
flabbergasted. It's a good word. It's a five dollar word is. right there. Uh, five dollars <laughs> in Scrabble. That's a thirty point word. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. Five dollars. This is this is inflation. So that's that's like a ten dollar and twenty five cent word right there. That's a half a cheeseburger's worth of a word right there. She hasn't asked to watch Cars, which is something that has made me a little bit happy because Cars Three, in particular, I've realized, um, it brings up questions that are disturbing. So, like, Doc dies or is dead, right? Spoilers. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. Thanks for the warning. I mean, it's. I so, haven't even seen Cars Three yet. It, he doesn't die in it. Anyway, what he they retconned his death? Like, what? What? what, well, what Paul happened? Newman is dead. <laughs> oh, it was Paul Newman? Now I'm sad. Yeah. Good feet. Well, if you want, also the Rusty's guys. One of those guys is dead too, but he was still in the movie. Uh, thankfully he literally had 30 years of NPR radio behind that. They could just sample from, but cars. So like doc is like, we know that cars die and cars three is all about these young up and coming cars, right? Who are faster, but who built them when a mommy and a daddy car, but how did they get faster? Is it evolution? Do the cars evolve? No, new models, new year, new models. Yeah, but by whom? I don't understand who's building the new models. God? I guess. Is there well, a here's, here's the other thing. Smokey, the pickup truck who was Doc's coach, is referred to in the, in the movie as a mechanic. He, he owns a mechanic shop. But Doc He's was a doctor. a doctor who worked on cars. Why? Why isn't that just a mechanic? Why is Smokey a mechanic and not a doctor? Anyway, well, was Doc really a doctor? Yeah, th- that's why they walk. It- <laughs> that's why they Man, walk. In I it. haven't he, seen he, cars in so long. When he opens the door to the sheriff, and he, the sheriff is getting his tailpipe inspected, and uh, you hear the sheriff say, "Get a good look, city boy." <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I didn't realize there were this many jokes like that in cars. <laughs> oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how does the tailpipe thing work? <laughs> and then let's not forget that at one point, the spoiler on, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, what is her name? Sally. Sally, yes. The spoiler comes up on Sally, the Porsche. And you and see the, the a decal. little pinstriping back there. Yeah. And he he calls it out his little pinstriping tattoo. Oh man! <laughs> so cars, I mean, what a great they, kids they definitely movie. do. What a they definitely great do. kids movie. The rubber does meet the road at some yeah. point in time. I mean, like, but the other thing is, you never meet any of the cars' parents. But they definitely couple up, like cars pair off. But you never meet any cars' parents. It's like Charlie Brown. Maybe that's like a praying mantis thing, you know, like, uh, <laughs> oh, they just have to eat. <laughs> oh, no, oh, do you ingest the other car to recycle it for new material yeah, for your, yeah. that's how you make a better car. <laughs> so you make a better, faster car. You're like, I didn't like this one. Crush you down into a cube, melt you down and remake you. Yeah, cars leaves a lot of unanswered questions. It really does. There's I mean, a lot of philosophical questions. As soon as you make something with bugs, like, fine, we've answered that. The biology is there. It makes sense, right? Like, feelings, okay, yeah, feelings are feelings. And, you know, there is no, like, special things that go with that. Dinosaurs, cool. Yeah, dinosaurs got down. We know they got down, you know. That all makes sense. But now now we're talking cars and planes. I, I don't know. We we have to answer that, especially when you talk about tailpipes and uh, performing tailpipes. <laughs> the tailpipe inspections. inspections. Uh, he must have and, been at the. And also, it? there's the joke when when um, Ramon the the couple is coming into town in the original cars, and he like lifts his he lifts himself up and like shows off his bottom, and they're reacting like he just flashed them like oh, like Van Dutch. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Cars. So Cars is a movie I watch maybe three times total. Well, I got news for you. <laughs> I've watched it more. Well, I've forgotten all all of the juicy tidbits that they leave in cars. Like I, I've forgotten how uh, how how dirty that movie. Is. <laughs> it really is dirty. I've not seen Cars two since the first time, but I that's, think that's that's reasonable. good. That's a good. That's a good time. Cars yeah. three once, though once also has some dirty jokes as well. 
I mean, like once you set the bar that low, you know, you gotta I mean, keep going I lower. Cars might be like the original cars is probably has more of the those sort of dirty jokes. Yeah, I think it's it's dirtier. So Cars Three, more of a family movie. And also not a bad movie. It's fine. <laughs> better than Cars Two. Raves reviewers. Anything is better than Cars Two. There's a reason Cars Two wasn't even on the movie bracket. Better than Toy Story Two. Uh, no, not better than Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story, oh god, the worst. Uh, best movie ever. So anyway, <laughs> I can't say that one with a straight face. It's not the best movie ever. Be- best movie, yeah, best movie ever. Okay, wait, have you seen Coco yet? Yeah, I saw Coco. Okay, I already talked about than- that. Overrated. It was good. I liked Coco. I liked all the original songs in Coco. It was yeah, very nice. Pretty great. And the animation was amazing. And the acting. And the direction. And the cinematography. And the... <laughs> Okay, okay. We'll, we'll redo a, a Pixar bracket in a year after some more Pixar movies come out. And then, yeah, we, uh, we have to see Incredibles 2. You can put Coco on the top that. of your list then. I haven't seen Incredibles 2 yet. Oh, I saw parts of it. Kids were watching it, like, and I came home, and they were already halfway through it. And I'm like, "What the rude? (laughs) Daddy wants to watch. Yeah, family movie night. Much what? So I saw the ending to Incredibles two. I just need to see the first half. You'll never, you'll never see it. You're, you're a parent, (laughs) unless your kids want to watch the movie again, which they did. Yeah, and I still Uh, got to only see the last (laughs) half. Well, like I've seen this part already. <laughs> Rewind it. What did you want to say about daylight savings? It was more of a question for you because daylight savings for us means, you know, now that in California we have to spring ahead and lose an hour of sleep. Uh, as you can see, some of my kids are, are making it to bed a little bit late, right? And we have to wake up for school in the morning, you know, and work and all those things. And usually it's a it's a tough thing. And I can remember as a kid losing an hour of sleep was, you know, it was quick quick and easy to adjust to. But I remember when they were younger, we didn't really have the same concept. Like we we never had to worry about getting out the door at a certain time. They didn't have like these things like school or daycare to get to. So I'm curious how it went for you last year with daylight savings with Mira, because she leaves, I believe, you know, at the same time you do same time daycare. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious how you think it's going to be this year now that she's a little bit older and now that you also have a newborn in the mix. That's interesting because I haven't had to take Ada to daycare yet. So I don't really know about that part of it. I suspect that it will become more challenging, obviously. Uh, though Mira has learned how to climb into the car herself. Small t- wins, man. T- 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 Small like, wins. It's, uh, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> so she said, I'm hanging out right there with my hands like, underneath her because <laughs> she's not the most stable of of climbers but she likes to climb in um i mean i'm trying to remember it's it's the fall back really is the one that's that's difficult because the kid doesn't know um it doesn't and, realize that they can sleep in some more right so like here's the thing mira wakes up at like 6 6 30 and so, and we leave for daycare at like seven forty. So, frankly, if she woke up at seven or seven thirty, it actually wouldn't be a huge deal because her morning routine isn't isn't that complex. Um, so that part's not a challenge. But the thing is, when fall back happens, you're like, yeah, I get to sleep more. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't get to sleep more. You just wake up at the same time, except an hour earlier than you were expecting, because. The kid woke up. And then actually, honestly, who who knows really how it's going to work? Because the last few nights, Mira's woken up at like 3.30 in the morning and started just screaming her head off about something that's scary. Don't know what. Um, but to prove that she's a very independent child, I take she's she says, up, up. I take her out of her crib. I put her down. I change her diaper. She says, I want to go into my crib. And then I put her back in her crib, tuck her in, and she goes back to sleep. So that's actually like the ideal scenario for a midnight, middle of the night wake up. Like she doesn't want to come into our bed. She doesn't want to come cuddle with us. Nope. She just like basically wanted a diaper change and to get retucked in for the night. Hmm. Done. <laughs> Easy. Not bad. Well, that's good. Especially when you have two, I know it can be like 
when they're a little closer, it's it's kind of a little crazy with uh, sleep schedules. And now you got to worry, too, like, oh, she better not wake up the other baby. Oh, that <laughs> has right? happened. Actually, that happened oh, tonight. Boy. I was she we were getting her ready for bed. Ada, who's been fussy all day, like had just gone to sleep, just gone to sleep. And Mira came out to her sw- to Ada's swing and was like, Ada, Ada's sleeping and like yelled it. And <laughs> Ada wasn't sleeping anymore. <laughs> <laughs> fishy why <laughs> are you sleeping exactly uh so yeah uh but that's that's definitely definitely happened although really we actually have to be a little bit more worried about rue more than anything else uh because like if rue gets suspicious of something she'll start barking and that will wake up just everything everyone and Ada is not a fan of the barking. She is quite frightened of when Rue barks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's like, something. My, my, my animal companion is raising an alarm. I sh- too shall be alarmed. I am uh, alarmed. <laughs> and then she sounds the alarm uh, by screaming. So it's great. It, we get this chain going because then sometimes Mira will scream. And then I'll little have a little internal scream. Screams internally. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. We've got single pane windows, and I'm pretty sure our neighbors can hear when they're screaming. Uh, oh man, I've I've walked outside sometimes when our kids are, you know, like at their loudest, and I'm like, the houses like where we are pretty close together. Like you have pretty close neighbors, and oh boy, do I feel bad sometimes for <laughs> our neighbors. You don't live in an apartment, though. Oh, yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> when we moved into this house, I was like, eh, whatever. Kids aren't that loud. And then Mira, like, was one in it, like, <laughs> was almost two. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Boy, it's a good thing we don't have neighbors. Because <laughs> you think, like, uh, a crying baby maybe is bad. But no, like, a screaming two-year-old who's just, like, playing and having fun. That's a noise right there. A, scre- a, a, a crying newborn is just music to your ear, comparatively. Uh, okay volume wise yes yeah vol- i mean just volume wise it's so much lower i mean mira will be excited when i'm like putting on her pants she'll like pants 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 and then she'll just scream at a high-pitched scream pants, pants. yeah but but she'll be hold she'll be hugging my neck because she's hugging right my neck then standing on one leg while i put on her pants and then so right her head is ear. right next to my ear and she'll just scream pants and then I'll have a ringing in that ear and then uh, I will no longer be able to hear in that register. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I, I put daylight savings time in here a, because I totally forgot about daylight savings time again. And someone reminded me and B, because I was curious if it was in any way, shape or form difficult for you with, with your kids in morning routines, because we never really had to deal with it. We'll find out, I suppose this time around. I mean, if Mira wakes up a lot later, then that will actually be problematic. Because right now she's she's on a good schedule where she wakes up essentially on her own thirty minutes before we have to leave, which is like just perfect because that means that I can wake up, get ready, eat breakfast, uh, and when I'm taking Ada to daycare, you know, prep milk, uh, you know, frozen milk or bottles of milk or whatever, and get that all ready to go to daycare, and then get mirror ready, which is essentially a full-time job. What like once she's awake, that's uh <laughs> that's the rest of your morning right there. But we're usually pretty good about getting out the door too. Uh I think it's pretty much seven forty on the dot each day. You haven't adjusted to California like, you know, the rest of us have. No, because I like finding parking at work. <laughs> yeah. I just mean leaving at a specific time. We're like, yeah, we'll leave it around this time. And oh yeah, no, no, no. It is. Here. I am looking at my watch. I'm like, seven thirty-five and time for shoes. <laughs> like <laughs> five minutes for shoes. Yeah. So uh, it's like seven twenty hits, and when Margo's you know not on maternity leave, seven twenty hits, and that's time for a FaceTime call for ten minutes, and then seven thirty hits. It's jacket and shoes, and then out the door at seven forty. Thank you, man. And then and then that means that I that I show up basically at daycare. At seven, like if everything goes as normal, seven fifty-eight is when I show up at daycare. Well, that's when I'm pulling into the driveway, and then by the time I get Mira unbuckled, it's eight a.m., which is when the daycare opens. So I ring the bell, drop her off, and get out. 
sometimes I do have to wait on the side street near daycare because because I catch a bunch of greens or whatever, and it's like seven fifty three. So I have to wait for the clock to tick by. So then Mira and I, like this morning, we waited and we sang the ABCs. Oh my. (laughs) Your life is so, so rigid. Your schedule is so rigid. No, it's not specifically rigid. I can be flexible with it anytime that I want, but. I mean, we yeah, you can be flexible. We we can move this five minute allotment, you know, back three minutes if you want to. Like yeah, that's that's okay. That's not a problem. We just got to make this other three minute slot. That that has Look, to move over here for us to be able to do that. Last week or no, the week before that, I left at about seven forty five uh, because uh, Margo needed a little bit of uh, help with Ada. Like I changed Ada's diaper or something. I can't actually remember exactly what it was. So we left a little later. And then I got to work and I had to like park on the second floor, like down below in the dregs. Oh, like, like a peasant or something. Like, oh, oh no, the peasant parking is the parking that you have to walk 15 minutes. That's the peasant parking. Uh, for sure. Uh, I, I, I got the, uh, what, like, like, uh, country Lord yeah, what are- parking. <laughs> Yeah. So there's like high lord, country lord, peasant. Uh, it wasn't quite at peasant level. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> so I and also traffic is so much better at that at that time. Like if I left at, if I left, oh, if I left at eight, it takes an extra ten minutes just to get to daycare. Mm. So each minute that goes past, and also I can't take the shortcut to daycare if it's between eight and eight thirty when I get there because there, I have to drive past an elementary school and all of the parents are dropping off their kids. Yeah, watching out for that school traffic. That's uh, it's that's terrible. Does California not do buses? I don't. I actually, I've, I realized the other day that I don't think I ever see a school bus on the road. I, I think a lot of parents drop off their kids. I I grew up, you know, where I was. It was a thirty minute bus ride every day for me. So I would take the bus to and from school. But I, I think up here, my kids, they've always been dropped off. That seems so utterly inefficient. All the parents are going to work, you know? So it's... Yeah, but like what time does school start? Uh, school for us, 8, 10. Eight. Can I drop my kid off 10 minutes early? <laughs> I mean, we just have to... I think Yeah, I think you can drop off as early as like 7.50 or something like that once they're old enough and they can go on the playground and play around. Don't quote me on this because I walk to the bus stop for, for me and I take public... Well, mm. private public. <laughs> private transportation. Private mass transit. <laughs> private mass transit. Uh, I take that into work, so I can't speak for... The morning routine. I just know that we're out the door around the same time, and that's usually at like seven fifty-four. See, you're you're out the door at the same time every day. You got places to be. You can't be late for school. You can't be late for school, and I can't be late for the bus. Exactly. You actually have to be be on time. So look at how rigid your life is. (laughs) No, because I mean, like sometimes we get up at seven thirty, and we're you know making you know just slicing up muffins to eat on on the go, or other times I wake up at six thirty, and we're making cinnamon rolls, you know, because it's Friday. Cinnamon rolls are purely a weekend thing for us. Mainly because Margo's never here for breakfast. Yeah, we don't, I mean, there's, it is purely my responsibility to get the kids, to get the kids ready, but Mira gets breakfast at daycare, so it's usually just a snack in the morning, if anything. Oh, it must be nice. You gotta pay someone to feed your kids. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> breakfast it's and lunch, two snacks. Oh, so nice. They feed them breakfast. Oh. It's great. <laughs> Although if I, oh if we go out the door, sometimes we go out the door and Mira will like say, like insist she doesn't want any food before we leave. And then we'll be sitting in the car. And of course, what does she say? She's like, crackers. I want crackers. She's like, what? <sighs> Would it kill you to say please? Uh, well, <laughs> see, that, <laughs> I only pull out that card if I actually can deliver. <laughs> Nah, that's a good one. Yep. <laughs> so like, I'm not ooh, about crackers. to say like, "Hey, how do you ask?" Please, crackers. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get to school, you can ask them too. You can ask them for crackers. <laughs> like, I'm not going to pull out the "How do you ask?" unless I can actually deliver on on the question. Like, good point. I thought you were always prepared and had like an emergency stash of crackers just in every crevice of a. Uh... Oh, there actually are emergency crackers everywhere. Mira stashed them there by dropping them. And so if she looks hard enough, she'll find them. 
<laughs> crackers! Crackers! Dig in your seat if you're really hungry. I <laughs> kid you not, she was climbing into her, her car seat uh, last Friday, and she got into the car seat, and she stumbled a little bit, and her hand went down like a little side of the car seat, and then I heard her say, goldfish! And she took out a goldfish <laughs> and shoved it in her mouth. I was like, uh I don't know how long that's been there, but you, just you. Yes. So great. Uh, but she didn't wipe fish. her nose on my hand after that, so that actually was probably, you know, all in all a win. But you know what the problem with Thai food is? All the knots. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting up. He's walking away. It's just you and me now, Why? listeners. No. <laughs> uh, no. It's not what you do. It's hard to believe March 12th is already National Pancake Day. It really crept up on us this year, didn't it? Oh, like crept up on us? Yeah. Uh, you needed to say crept, not crept. It's actually crep. Uh, is it really crep? <laughs> hey, Siri, how do you pronounce crep? <laughs> you just said crep. <laughs> What did one ocean say to the other? Oh, uh, what did one ocean say to the other? Nothing. They just waved. See what I did there? What do you call Han Solo from Norway? Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. See what I did there? I'm sure you did. But can't kelp it, but laugh. I really wish somebody would hit you with a shell. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email us at casualdadcast at gmail.com, or you can simply click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. Please also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts. Not only does it give us valuable information, but it helps others discover the show. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Casual Dadcast.